My name is Matt, and I will be your narrator and host of today's feature. Our guests today, Ethan and Adam, have been college roommates since their first year at post-secondary, thanks to bonding over their shared love for media and the ill-fated event that transformed a mutual friend forever. You must have met a whole bunch of people right off the bat, just been exposed to all sorts of different social situations. Any friend groups start to emerge quickly, or...? If I didn't go to residence, I think the last three years would have been completely different. I think it was like the first day I, I came down to this this floor party where everyone had to come together and basically perform as a floor. And floor six and floor one didn't have enough people to really compare it to all the other floors. So we kind of combined to form our floor seven. <laughs> uh, so we, we kind of made up our own team. Turns out that Drew and Adam, so my you know two closest friends, now were on floor one. So that's how we met. We we battled everyone in this great you know wet sponge war, and had to do all these different bonding activities uh, to become better friends, to make new friends. And it was a lot of fun. I remember Adam and I had to lead this floor seven chant. Um, that was absolutely terrible, but we just you know went with it. I don't even know what it we are. Was it clap clap floor? We are. Floor, uh, floor six, we are. Floor one, we are. Floor seven, and we just had to like amp people up to this, but there was it was terrible. There was nothing to it besides this little clap we made people do. Uh, and that was when I kind of realized that Adam just was this really great energy person. I was kind of stuck with him ever since. One of the floors that I went on was floor five, and I met two people there, Bren and Johnny, and it was great because they were also in our film program, so having that initial connection really helped. Johnny, uh, how did you connect with him i mean aside from the film program so yeah definitely in residence that's when you really get to know the other side of people not just the student side getting to know his personality in a lot of different social events was really fun he was definitely the life of the party the guy that drank a lot of alcohol made a lot of noise and made all the girls like laugh i ended up meeting uh johnny who is just this character from a storybook and you know larger than life uh at, at first it was it was funny because for me i kept like hearing whispers of him like i never met him they're like oh yeah johnny this johnny that i'm like who's, who's this johnny guy because I, I whenever i was there johnny wasn't whenever i wasn't there johnny was <laughs> it was kind of like we, it was, we had those you know, all the same friends but never you know never to be sworn to meet and then one day we finally kind of you know met and the first time i met him like he walked in the room and i was already in the room we just had this like stare down uh to kind of like analyze if we liked each other or not <laughs> because like we both have very like large personalities so we're like who's going to be the alpha of this sure. group <laughs> who's going very to be quickly, funny it very quickly became him <laughs> it's new friends right you're kind of aiming everything out speaking of johnny going in very early into first semester first year uh something happened to johnny Something pretty significant. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah. Um, so that was like one of the first times that I've ever had a friend go through something like that um, and have that like you know a life changing experience. I personally think changed Johnny in a lot of ways. At the time, like like I said, like we were we weren't like the closest of friends at the time, uh, but he that was that was kind of weird and shocking. I found out, I think I was in my room and I got a Snapchat for him saying, I just ate shit. And I knew, I think he was going out BMXing or something. Yeah. But it was kind of like funny, but I didn't think really anything of it and no one else had really told me anything. And he seemed fine because if him sending a Snapchat of me saying he ate 
shit. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't think anything was that wrong. But then I got another snap of him in a neck brace or someone else sent a picture of someone else that heard. And then it got around in our like group chat of the friends that we had in residence at that time being like, oh no, like Johnny like actually hurt himself. And we heard that an ambulance got called and like that was like really serious. Yeah. There was something that happened to you in first year that was oh, oh my god what <laughs> pretty significant and life changing from what I understand. You broke your back, right? Yeah, I did. How? How'd that happen? So I used to. Do you know what BMX biking is? Yeah. I I've been BMXing for six years at the time. My two friends Jamie and Ben were like, "Dude, we should." They come down to Toronto with our bikes, and we should go to this indoor bike park. They come down. We go to the indoor bike park and we were there for like maybe half an hour. And then uh, I switched bikes. My So my bike was like a smaller bike. It had, I think, 22 inch wheels. And I took my friend's bike, which has 26 inch wheels. So it's a lot bigger. So I was getting a lot more height off these jumps than I was used to. And my two friends were over in the foam pit and I was just kind of by myself going off these jumps alone. Like nobody else is in the park. So I was going off these jumps and the first two jumps, I was like, oh, I'm getting a lot of height. I should probably slow down. <laughs> I didn't slow down and I went off the last jump and I just soared through the air and my front tire hit the lip of the landing and I flew forward and landed right on my back. Oh wow. And I just laid there just screaming. And the first thing I did because I snowboard a lot and I like I eat shit a lot. Yeah. So the first thing I always do when I like fall really badly is I wiggle my feet just yeah. to be like, "Okay, I'm not paralyzed." So I wiggle my feet and I was like, "Okay, I'm fine. Like I'm not paralyzed. Like yeah. everything's probably fine. I just probably like hurt myself because I just fell like 15 feet from the air right yeah. onto my back. How long after that were you left sort of in the dark as to what was going on with him? I only really got a few updates every once in a while with friends that would go to the hospital. Looking back on it, I feel like really bad that I didn't visit him in the hospital, but I was just, you know, like really stressed with school and I wasn't sure exactly how far away the hospital was. Not really giving too much care again. It was that weird paradox of not knowing him quite enough to go make the effort to visit him in a hospital. So I was laying there and I tried to get up, but I couldn't because it was it was so painful. Mm-hmm. So I laid there for about ten minutes, just screaming in pain. And this little kid comes up to me, wow, and just goes, "Hey man, are you okay?" And I was like, "No, I'm not. Please <laughs> get somebody." So the um, one of the person, one of the people who works there, comes over to me with like a first aid kit. And I guess my friend saw some guy running with a first aid kit. And they're like, oh, damn it, Johnny, what'd you do? Yeah. <laughs> so they come over, and the first thing my buddy Jamie asked me, he's like, dude, Johnny, is my bike okay? Oh, my gosh. Priorities, and, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I was like, yeah, your bike's fine, man. Like, it's whatever. The guy who worked there was like, okay, we're going to try and stand you up. And I was like, okay. So he tries to stand me up, and I was like, I can't get up. I'm in too much pain. So he's like, okay, we're gonna call an ambulance. So they call the ambulance, about 15 minutes go by, the ambulance comes by, and I'm like screaming. I'm like, I was like in a lot of pain, but yeah. at the same time I was very coherent and I was like mm. making jokes and I was like on my phone and I was like Snapchatting people, be like, haha, just ate shit. Oh like, my gosh. Because I didn't think it was that serious. Yeah, of course. So they're like, okay, like we think you did something to your back, so we're gonna give you morphine. And I was like, oh, okay, this is really serious. Breaking your back at that young age, that kind of freaked me out a lot. Was I've always, one of my biggest fears is like, you know, losing the, losing my ability to do something, like losing the ability to move my legs or my arms or losing a limb. And that's, that, that's terrifying to me. So I was, I was scared for him, but also scared um, that that could then happen to me as well. So they, 
gave me a shot of morphine mm. and that like what I'm about to tell you is kind of just what people tell me so they get me into the ambulance mm -hmm. apparently the entire ambulance ride I was screaming and like crying in so much pain and then we get out of the ambulance and I just scream back at them I was like five stars on Uber <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're at the hospital and they do a cat scan and the entire time I was like no nah, I didn't break my back I'm fine yeah They're like yeah, we just did a CAT scan. You have a dislocated vertebrae. You have a dislocated vertebrae and three other broken vertebrae. Oh, my God. Yeah, so they rushed me to Sunnybrook Hospital in Toronto. And I had a seven-hour surgery that night. And they put... So they had to fuse my spine back together and put metal pins in it. So that was a Tuesday... I think it was a Tuesday night. No, it was a Monday night that I had the surgery, and I don't remember anything until, like, Thursday or Friday. I just remember bits and pieces. But I do remember the first thing I said to my mom. So the first thing I said to my mom when I, like, came to, I just pulled her close. I was like, hey, Mom, the doctor put his finger in my butt. Did his accident, did his experience change your behavior and your attitude towards your own life and how you were going to live it? Uh, yes and no. Johnny's much more agile than I am. <laughs> um, I, there's, I think there's video footage somewhere of us all trying to do like front flips and back flips off of Adam's dad's boat, and there's just me belly flopping. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not very aerodynamic. Uh, so in terms of, I've always kind of been cautious in terms of those sort of risky situations, but I've always, you know, I always, I think I give things a second thought a bit more as to. You know, I want to do this, this looks great, but is there the possibility of me becoming seriously injured? Again, my mom was there and she was just like, you're so lucky you're not paralyzed because my doctor was Dr. Finkelstein and he's the best spinal surgeon in Canada. Wow. Yeah. All right, you yeah. lucked out. Yeah, I know. Um, so he came in and like started talking to me about like my injury and was like, okay, so you're basically not a normal 20, 20 year old anymore. Like you can't do the same stuff that 20 year olds can do anymore. Wow. But he was like, yeah, so around 80% of people with your injury are paralyzed. Wow. And he said, because he heard about how the guy who worked there tried to stand me up. Yeah. He said, if he, like, if you didn't tell him to stop, you would be paralyzed right now. So from there, it was a good thing. Our relationship was not the same anymore. It was very exponential with how close we were getting. There's a few, there's, there aren't too many people in life where your friendships can really skyrocket with how close you become and the different activities that you do together but with Johnny we were able to click a lot more because there was a time period where I didn't get to see him one of the funniest moments was like within the first couple of days that he came back he like was pretty like open being like yeah man like he never like came to like see me and I was like oh well I, I texted you he's like no you didn't I was like yes I did and it was like time where like I could go back and I like looked for the text message I'm like you even responded and he's like Oh, I was definitely like knocked out for the first couple of days. I don't remember any of it. And I was like, oh, okay, we'll just let you know. And then he's like, okay, we're friends now. Like, it's, it's okay. You actually do care. I was like, yeah, man. First moved in together, it was, I thought it was great. Like, we, you know, tons of memories of just goofing around, doing what would Johnny say is fuck shit. Um, <laughs> very concise. Very concise, yeah. It's uh, vague, but specific at the same time. 
So we had a lot of memories of doing all kinds of crazy stuff, you know, going out, having adventures. We went on vacation together last year just to Adam's dad's cottage, which was great. A few more bangs and bruises <laughs> from that one too. Uh, and then we also went to usually go to Ottawa together and like ski and stuff. So we, I think our relationship's really strong in terms of like at its core. I definitely like appreciate being able to live with like my best friends that like I've made at Humber. It really just kind of puts it all into perspective that I find quality of friends will always matter more than quantity. I'm just looking forward to kind of enjoying the last little bit we have together before we all have to kind of move out. Drew is already planning on moving out sooner rather than later, but it's kind of like the end of an era. At least it feels like for me having the, the original cast. <laughs> yeah, this is one of the later seasons cast yeah, swap outs, you know. It's like that. Eric Foreman's been replaced by that other guy no one cared about. <laughs> It's, it's gonna be weird. Like Drew has a presence in the house, and it's uh, you know it's it's great to have him around. But we understand that you know we're all we all we're all gonna go our separate ways at some point. Mm-hmm. And uh, as sad as it's gonna be, I think I mean I hope too that's uh, that's never gonna keep us too far apart. Cool. Well, I think that uh, about wraps it up. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to say before we close this out? Don't break your back. <laughs> <laughs> Very good advice. Yeah, yeah. Love your friends. Keep them as close as you can. And uh, that's about it.